To the people who feel as if there's always more, always taking up the opportunities that come our way. If none come, we make them. Lifting our heads and puffing our chest even when we don't feel our best. We understand that growing today creates a better tomorrow. Only if there's action in place. Welcome to Grow, Share, and Give. Welcome, welcome. So we're going to be diving right in to the episode. And this episode, I believe, is one of the most important aspects of actually reaching your New Year's resolutions, your goals. Um, you guys already know my preferences on New Year's resolutions. I, I firmly don't believe in them. I believe in you know setting these types of goals, not having such a big thing to change and not ever taking action on it. So my here's what I've done to improve the quality of my life and help others and assist them in changing theirs when it comes to actually hitting your goals, feeling better about yourself, feeling more confident, more loved, more self-esteem grows when you do this, uh, these type of exercises. Um, and quit looking for motivation when, you know, motivation is what you naturally have. You're just using the things that happen naturally around you in a poor way. I mean, most people, I mean, the things that help you grow and change and move happen around you consistently. So using those natural forces anyway to your advantage. <laughs> I mean, that's what the best in the world do. So let's do it. When you begin to take action or something um, on your new goal, on your new uh, health, wealth, fitness, um, whether it's relationships, are you mistaking movement for achievement or are you actually taking action? So just like the title of this podcast don't mistake movement for achievement what does that mean well it's basically like a productive procrastinator or a um, like a personal growth junkie I talk about this a lot in my programs there's two types of people right and when I say types of people there's only there's only a slight difference my my grandpa used to tell me he goes Jordan there's two types of people in this world talkers and doers right which one do you want to be said, well, doer. He said, well, do it. And he'd always check me. He would always check me every time I saw him. And it was incredible. Um, as you go on in life, the majority of people, right, that you, that you'll see, some, some actually do talk. Some actually do do. Instead of watching how my mouth moves on this podcast, watch how my feet move. You'll see uploads. You'll see three uploads every week for the next 90 days. And then for the next 90 days after that, you'll see four. After that, you'll see five. And until at the end of the year, you'll see a podcast every single day. So how do we do this? Is that I've taken a big goal that I want to do. And I've broken it up into small little goals. And those small little goals, which achieve the big goal, are broken up into two to three action items every day. And you can do two to three action items that take maybe five minutes People who say they don't have enough time aren't looking at their schedule right. Unless you really are running a, a huge company or business that is draining to you, that you have to be there 17 hours a day, then you have time. People say the biggest excuse is I don't have enough time or money. Well, you do. You use net time, no extra time. If you want to listen to a podcast and, or an episode or something like that, do it while you brush your teeth, your drive to work. Or while you work out instead of listening to music. Like, there's always time. You're just not looking in the right places. Does that make sense? So, 
there's always time. At the same time, you also can begin to notice that you don't want to mistake movement for achievement. Like I said, productive procrastinators or personal growth junkies are these type of people who, for example, I, my first coach, he came, he came to me and he said, Jordan, you're productively procrastinating. I said, what do you mean? No, I'm not. I said, I'm, a, I'm an achiever. I always, I always continuously move forward. He said, well, he said, what are you doing to actually move forward? And I told him, I said, well, I listened to this podcast or at the end of this audio book, you know, I finished this, I finished this podcast. I took notes and on this personal growth self-development thing. He said, and what did you do this week in order to achieve your goal? He's, I said, well, I, I did all this. He said, is that actually moving you closer to your goal? And I had to think about it and I didn't want him to be right. So I said, well, yeah, yeah, it is. And I knew I was wrong. Because it wasn't actually moving me forward. I was spending time productively procrastinating. So I was mistaking movement for achievement, not achievement itself. So what achievement is, is actually doing daily action items that will move you closer to your goal. So, I mean, it's different because if your goal is to become certified in, in I don't know, for example, like, Uh, Last year, I wanted to become certified in NLP and hypnosis. So my whole goal was, all right, let's take a course, right? If I took a course, I have to get the certification. If that's my goal, I get that. But listen to a podcast. How many many podcasts have you listened to and not taken the, the actions that they tell you to do in the podcast that would actually genuinely, if you did them, would change the quality of your life? Think about it. There's so fucking many because I used to be this person. And now I, I mean, I've changed it. And the way I've changed it is I've associated so much pain to not taking action an immense amount of pleasure to genuinely taking action rather than productively procrastinating or being a personal growth chunky. So how do you do that? I've written down my outcomes, specifically what I want for this year. Instead of saying, well, I want more money or I want a better relationship. Right? Okay, cool. Well, you have one good night with your your significant other or you, you know, make $1 more. Okay, cool. Your your brain got you to your outcome. Right? Got got you to your goal, right? So you have to be more specific. Does that make sense? So what specifically do you want? So your brain is like this cerebral mechanism, like a, the thing in a heat-seeking missile, right? It'll get you to your target, but you have to be specific with it. It's, it's not like, all right, imagine if you got in a taxi and they said, well, where do you want to go? And you say, Any, anywhere but the airport. They don't know where to go. Does that make sense? So you have to type in the directions specifically where do you want to go. Your brain will get you there, but you just have to be specific. And then if you think that it's too big in your goal, like too big, you make this big, bright picture in your head, and it's too big to achieve, so there's a thousand items that you have to do, and you go, oh, I don't have enough time for that, and then you never take a step. Does that make sense? There's, I was explaining this to um, a few of my buddies yesterday, and they said, that makes total sense, because they gave them an example. Um, at a seminar once, there was a woman who stood up who wanted to get her health in shape, and I said, well, what? she wanted to lose weight. And I said, well, what must happen in order for you to go work out? And she explained it for literally like 15 minutes. She talks about how she has to go to the gym. 
She has to find trainers. She doesn't like to be sold. Uh, she has to drive there. She has to go out, buy new workout clothes, and then she has to get new workout clothes if she's losing weight. She has to do this. You know, she's going to be spending more money, more time, uh, less time with her family, kids. So she's associating so much pain, so many action items, right, to doing this. She had like, I don't know, 30 action items, 50 action items that she had to do just to go work out. And I said, well, what must happen for you to eat? She goes, well, easy. I just get up and I do it. Okay, so if you have one thing you have to do versus 50 things you have to do, which one are you going to take more action on? Of course, the, the one. It's easier. So I had a physically um, fit woman stand up, and this is one of the values that you can see in people that are actually present because, you know, someone who says, yeah, I, I've worked out every day for a whole year, you know, they're not going to be they're not going to be overweight. <laughs> People who say that, you can tell immediately that they're lying. This is a value that is physically present within people. So I asked this woman, I said, how often do you work out? And she goes, about five times a week. I said, oh, okay, cool. I said, what must happen for you to eat? And she goes, well, depending on what diet I'm on, I have to do this and this and this and this. And she went on for about five minutes talking about all the action items she has to do. Count her calories, you know, make sure she's on her diet, her fast, whatever. And then um, after that, I said, okay, great. What, what, what does it take for you to work out? She goes, easy. I just go do it. Right? I can do it anywhere. I don't need a gym. I can do it at home. I can do, you know, body weight. I can do this. It doesn't take that much of my time. Just immediately do it. So what are you going to take more action on if you have one to do or 50 to do? Make sense? So the woman who was overweight, she switched her values after that conversation. And a year later, she lost 28 pounds. I think that's incredible. So the thing, the part of that is how many action items do you believe that it actually takes for you to achieve your goal? In reality, it only takes maybe two or three every single day for, I don't know, let's say 90 days. If you did, you know, three steps that you had to do every single day that maybe took, I don't know, two minutes each to do, five minutes each to do, and then at the end of 90 days, how much farther would you or closer to your goal do you think you'd be than normal if you just kind of did what you're doing now? So how do you do that? So write down specifically what you want. Break it down into, well, if I did this every day, I'd surely be way closer. And write down maybe two or three, right, of those type of action items. Maybe you do this thing once once a week. You do this thing every three days, and you do this thing every single day. Then after you do that, begin to actually take action. But how do you take action? Associate so much pain to where you are. The two driving forces, you're going to hear me talk about this a lot. The two driving forces in life are pain and pleasure. Pain to not achieving it and pleasure to achieving it. That's immediately how you get motivated. Motivation isn't, you know, it's nice, but you don't need it. Because when you have something so clear and so defined in your head that, okay, well, I only have to do this one thing. Eventually you get to the goal. You don't have to be motivated. It becomes you. It's so much simpler. It's so easy that way. So I don't, I don't have to get motivated. Motivation is nice. It's like a, it's like a shower. You should take one every day, but this is how you, this is how you actually create natural motivation. 
If you associate enough pain to where you currently are and enough pleasure to where you want to go, you'll be pulled to your goal. It will make it feel as if it's your purpose rather than, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing and fizzling out, you know, burning out, not achieving it, feeling that as if it's self-sabotage and things of that sort. Does that make sense? So it's not necessarily you have to get motivated to do it. It's it's natural. It's a natural motivation. It's like, oh, well, only thing I have to do is just this. And it's easy. Does that make sense? So take a piece of paper, write down the middle of the piece of paper. On the left-hand side, write pain. On the right-hand side, write pleasure. And then whatever goal it is, right? The pain of not taking action, real action, not pro- productively procrastinating. On that left-hand side, write pain, right? And say, well, what pain would I associate? Well, I will... And go all out with it. I'm serious. Like, write crazy-ass beliefs. Like, well, if I don't achieve this, then I won't ever be loved. Like, crazy stuff. Or even, like, little stuff. You know, I won't feel good about myself if I don't take action. Well, if I don't take action, I'll be missing out on this. And, you know, fill that side. And on the right-hand side, write more pleasure than pain. Right? Because if you're going to get more pain than act- to do it or not to do it, right, then pleasure, then your bra- your mind's not going to get you here. Your brain and nervous system, nothing's going to get you there. You have to write more pleasure to achieving it than pain initially. That makes sense? So the initial pain part is to get you naturally motivated to do it, to actually take the action. And the pleasure is going to make you feel good. The celebration is going to make you feel even better, make it feel as if you're really achieving, make you get closer and want more and more and more. And so eventually you hit your goal and then you just want to keep on moving forward. Do you see how there's a strategy to this? A beautiful crafted strategy to allow you to hit your goals and your outcomes very simple, very easily. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. And if you guys want a tailored 90 day um, outcome, I can do this with you and you can hop on a free call and uh, my assistant will put you in the schedule, things of that sort. The only thing you have to do is actually text Coach Me to, with your name on it, Coach Me to 217-891-8077. You just type Coach Me with your name, right, John Doe, to 217-891-8077. We'll even map, we'll map out this plan for you. We'll actually get it cranked in, scheduled in. And I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. Peace.